This podcast contains audio extracted from the Harry Potter Theory Extra YouTube channel. Hey everyone, welcome to another installment of Harry Potter Theory. Today we'll be discussing the history of giants. Even people relatively unfamiliar with the fantastic beasts of the wizarding world will have heard of giants. Of course, this is likely due to the fact that they are commonplace in many myths and legends of old that have been written throughout the ages. In any case, the giants within the world of Harry Potter are quite like any other giant you may have read or heard about. They are incredibly large humanoid creatures, many of whom typically grow to an average of 20 to 25 feet tall. Some giants have even been described as colossal in appearance and are known to be both very strong and very violent. These two traits are likely the primary reasons that giants often resort to the unsettling yet extremely common practice of decapitating fellow members of their tribes. Due to their quick temper and inability to fully acquire complex languages, it can also be assumed that the majority of giants, at least in modern times, have rather low levels of intelligence. When considering all of these traits in combination, it's no wonder that giants are considered to be incredibly dangerous creatures within the wizarding world. Not to mention that, in addition to their strength and violent nature, they are also resistant to spells, making them quite a serious threat to magical society, particularly wand-wielding folks like witches and wizards. Throughout the ages, giants have lived both on their own in solitude, as well as in small colonies or tribes led by the strongest giant within a group. This giant leader is known by the other giants within the colony as the Gurg which is one of the few words known to be spoken by the giant species. Despite having a leader or gurg, colonies of giants never get too large. This is due to the fact that giants eventually tend to murder one another when space becomes too tight within their habitats, which are typically found in remote caves of various mountain ranges. In the event that the gurg of a colony dies, he or she will be replaced by the next strongest giant within the tribe. That said, the transition from one gurg to another isn't always a peaceful one, and is often dealt with quite violently, taking place when a stronger giant overtakes and kills the existing gurg, thereby becoming the new gurg. Although the early history of giants is rather unknown, we do know that they have been around since biblical times thanks to the giant Goliath, who was featured on his very own chocolate frog card. It is said that Goliath was a mercenary who fought alongside the Philistines in their war against the Israelites. Legend has it that he was inevitably killed by a simple slingshot, wielded by a young boy. Then, in medieval times, we have accounts of a giant named Bran the Bloodthirsty, another famous giant with his own chocolate frog card. The story of Bran the Bloodthirsty seems to align with the well-known account of the legendary Jack and the Beanstalk, as in, it's the exact same story. Bran the Bloodthirsty was a giant who lived in a castle, which was accessible by a magic beanstalk. A boy named Jack climbed the beanstalk and then killed a Bran. Yep, same story. In the 15th century, we also have records of a giant named Hengist of Upper Barnton. Unlike his predecessors, Goliath and Bran the Bloodthirsty, Hengist was not slain by a mere boy, but Gifford Ollerton, a famous giant slayer. Well done, Hengist of Upper Barnton. Over the centuries, the overall population of giants has dramatically decreased, with many in Britain being murdered by auras due to the threat they posed towards human settlements, as well as retribution for their actions during the First Wizarding War. 
However, giants were not always hunted and slain by people, with some even coexisting with one another. This is supported by what Newt's commander, the famous magizoologist, witnessed while he visited the United States in the 1920s. During this particular trip, Newt stopped in at a New York speakeasy in which he saw a giant eating and drinking alongside other magical creatures of all kinds, including witches and wizards. The cohabitation of humans and giants is also supported by the existence of half-giants like Rubius Hagrid and Madame Olympe Maxime. Although not much is known about Olympe's heritage, other than the fact that she was French and the headmistress of Beaubaton Academy of Magic, we know for certain that Rubius Hagrid was born on December 6th, 1928 to the giantess Frid Wolfer and the human Mr. Hagrid. In this particular case, the union between giant and human did not last. Finding the relatively smaller size of her son to be rather disappointing, Fridwolfer abandoned Rubius and his father and returned to the colony of giants. Fridwolfer went on to eventually have another son, Grob. It's interesting to note that Grob was also considered small, at least for a giant, at a height of 16 feet. Obviously, this was still much bigger than Rubius, who had a height of 11 feet and 6 inches. The Wizarding World's acceptance of giants was also later supported in 1940, when Rubius Hagrid was allowed to attend Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry alongside other humans. Unfortunately, this tolerance was later tested in his third year at school, when he was successfully framed and subsequently expelled for opening the castle's Chamber of Secrets. Fortunately for Hagrid, Albus Dumbledore understood Rubius's true compassionate nature, despite his link to his violent ancestors, and allowed him to reside on Hogwarts grounds as the school's gameskeeper. Due to the timing of these various instances of giant-human cohabitation and relations, it's presumed that giants did not take part in the Global Wizarding War, which ended in 1945 with Albus Dumbledore's defeat over Gellert Grindelwald. However, the same cannot be said about the events of the First Wizarding War, in which many giants participated alongside Lord Voldemort and his followers. Their horrific violence towards humans of both magical and non-magical background is said to be what greatly contributed to the Ministry of Magic targeting and eliminating mass quantities of the population. This targeted genocide reduced the number of giants in the world to what has been speculated to be less than 100, and forced the remaining giants into hiding in remote mountainous areas, with the largest colony finding refuge in northern Europe. When it became clear that Lord Voldemort had returned to power in the 1990s, witches and wizards who had lived through his first uprising feared that he would once again seek an alliance with the giants. As a result, in 1995, Albus Dumbledore thought it prudent to send the half-giants Rubius Hagrid and Olymp Maxime to make contact with the colony in Northern Europe in order to form an allegiance with the giants before the Dark Lord could. While Hagrid and Maxime made progress with the Gurg at the time, a giant known as Carcass, he was killed by another giant and member of his colony, Golgamath, before they could solidify an alliance with the tribe, and the new Gurg, Golgamath, had already pledged allegiance to Voldemort and his Death Eaters. The giant's alliance with the Dark Lord led to them being involved in horrific acts of violence for the remainder of the war, which started with an incredibly vicious attack on a Muggle community in England's West Country, and ended with the Battle of Hogwarts. That said, not all giants allied with the Dark Lord during the Second Wizarding War. This was particularly noticeable during the Battle of Hogwarts, when a small number, including Hagrid's younger brother, Grawp, participated in the warfare alongside Hogwarts students, staff, and members of the Order of the Phoenix. 
Since the end of the Second Wizarding War, there has not been much documentation to support what has become of the giants. Presumably, many in the northern European colony who had fought alongside Voldemort under the command of the Gurg Golgomath perished during the Battle of Hogwarts. For those who did survive, they most likely returned to the remote mountain ranges of the world. Whether the giants are destined to die off over the coming decades, or have a resurgence in their population, remains to be seen. And with that, we've come to the end of today's video. What did you think? Did I miss anything? Please share your thoughts in the comments below, and as always, if you enjoyed this video, don't forget to like it and subscribe to the channel. Until next time, remember, it does not do to dwell on dreams, and forget to live.